Welcome to the SpoiledMind.com podcast. Hear more about psychology, philosophy, and oh, sex. Let's be real with your host, Ben. Hello and welcome to another episode of Spoiled Mind Podcasting. I'm Ben and today we talk about connections. It's been a while since I have recorded the last sessions and I apologize right away for probably like a really weird voice setup. But let's see how it goes. Today's topic is kind of special and it's on my list and I want to talk about connections. And I also have a recent example, but let's let's go to the topic um, first. Do we need to be close to people we have a connection? So first of all, it, it's, it's probably when I talk about connection, it's like family, friends, relationships, but people you just get to know in, in real life. So I say, or my theory in, in some psychology books or some, some people I, I read and saw recently is that you have a connection to people you're close to. And this is not just being close um, to in, in the meaning of like you have similarities with, it also means geographically. So if you're together with your family or enter life, you obviously have the biggest and strongest connection because they just raise you, you spend every day of your life for a long long time with them and yeah so it's probably right to say that they have the strongest connection with you because they spend a lot of time with you and also geographically it makes sense to say that a lot of school friends um, are really close to you and have a really strong connection with you because you spend day in day out with them in school for probably like I don't know depends on on their school and the country but like five to ten years probably easy to say so it's fair enough to say that you have a strong relationship or connection to friends from school and um, we can go on like like that with relationships as well as more time you spend with someone as closer you get to someone but where I really want to end is, do you always really need to be geographically close to someone? And why I bring up this topic is a recent example, because obviously you know that I Tinder a lot. And I met this girl and her name is Becky and she's from the US and uh, we matched and we figure out quite quickly that she is not in the place anymore she moved back to us and i obviously uh, in central america so thousands of uh, miles or kilometers away um but she still insists to let's write or let's keep in contact let's move to whatsapp or whatever and i wrote to her honestly hey look you're so far away why we still why we still want to um, write the, the chance to meet is really low and her, her, her point was simply that you just don't need to connect 
to people who are close to Gary Graphically, as soon as you have a connection, it's it's worthwhile to keep in contact or keep going. And I do agree, because often we just look for the people who are just really close to us. So in my situation, when, when I travel a lot, obviously it's really difficult to, to stay at one place for long and you you have a lot of shallow contacts, like you meet a lot of people, but having really someone to to be close to for a longer while is difficult. And also for probably my family background. Um, but on the other side, obviously, everyone has probably like, let's say, one, two or three close friends from... Yeah, from from long time ago, you maybe not keep in contact every day or every week, but you you consider them as close friends. And I do like the theory and uh, the the way of keeping in contact with people you feel you have a connection with. And I I do think it's it's worth um, to follow. It would be interesting what you think about having this kind of connection with people who are far away and how you keep contact with them. So, but on another hand side, I I totally have to admit that I find it a bit strange because the real life is happening in the real life. You know, it's it's having online contacts. It's mostly not. I don't want to say shallow, but it all has an expiry date. So when you Tinder a lot, you always have the same excitement of getting to know someone new. And it's it happened also quite often that you match with someone and you probably like and you find out you have similar interest and you, you kind of connect. Maybe on a sexual way, maybe on a personal way, maybe because you have something... Yeah, in common or like background or whatever it is. But when you meet someone, it's different. There's a lot of uh, information people receive or save. It's, it's like people say, oh, I can't smell this person or like the body language. It's such an important thing and how you receive a person in, in real life how you see, how you smell, how you feel another person. So I still think that a real-life interaction is super, super important. So on, I would always prefer to have like a real-life experience or a real-life connection with a person first and then con still keep in touch um, on online rather than having an online connection or like a person you, you meet online and keep in touch online and never met because your brain and your fantasy and your soul, your spirit, whatever you would call it, still builds this connection on fantasies and expectation and imagination. So like... I, I often have a connection with someone and meet someone and then it's kind of a bit weird or it's it's different than what I maybe expected. It's, it still can be nice, but it's, it will be always different. So in my opinion, for me, there still need to be like a physical or real life interaction with someone and then 
I, I do think it, it makes sense to keep in contact and if if the connection is right to keep in contact and and live this for a longer time but like having this in mind uh, I would ask the question out there like how how does this affect um, you like or you do you think this has an effect overall for online dating or in friends in general like if you think back um, to to your friends or uh, do you still keep contact like with friends in in real life often enough to say hey these are my friends and I spend enough time with them in real life and not online because obviously it has a much stronger bond to 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 do something in real life i mean you always can talk online you always can communicate but like ex uh, experience something in real life and like for example going together to holidays or going in the cinema or whatever you you often you have stories and memories which are created in real life and not online so what do you think um, at the end, I, I just could just summarize it with kind of uh, a quality and quantity thing. So if you think you have a friend, wouldn't it be more important to spend much more quality time with the friends you really connect to um, rather than having a lot of friends and maybe keeping them online in Facebook or WhatsApp? So in my case, I think when I'm traveling a lot, I, I kind of collect friends where I keep in contact with online, but I, I always miss the connection in, in, in real life, the steady contact and the meaningful uh, connection in, in real life. But I do think it's a difficult topic, but at the end, the main point here is what do you think about the geographical influence of keeping friends or family or relationships? So what do you think? And thanks, Becky, for the point and um, pointing and uh, me to, to this, not issue, but to this point. Sorry, say it again. At the end, have a great day and hear you soon. Thanks for listening to the SpoiledMind.com podcast. If you like it, leave me a rating or review. I can't wait to see you again. Mwah.